Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. everybody welcome to another episode of beyond the blinds as always it's me kelly williams and troy mckeady and this week we are doing orange is the new black the whole cast there are a bunch of blinds um i figured a lot of people want us to do a that 70 show episode but we've already done wilmer we've already done danny we've already done ashton we've already kind of done like the heavy hitters and Laura is in like sprinkled in this, obviously. So I thought that was like a good way to include her in our content as well. No, I think that's smart because I, for whatever, re- I mean, I don't know why, but I guess just because of her, it feels like one degree separated. Yeah, for sure. And like she doesn't have a ton of blinds. Her blinds actually kind of start when Orange is the New Black starts. So yeah, that makes sense. And also, Orange is the New Black, I feel like is having this weird, um, resurgence like people are like i'm noticing a lot of people are watching it on tiktok either for the first time or they like forgot about it because there's like 38 million streaming shows now (laughs) and then they like went like like me i didn't finish orange is the new black like i just don't know how it ended honestly it was terrible i'll say like the last two seasons i was like you know just put it behind the barn and just kind of like cancel it you know it's okay you don't need to drag it out because I do feel like they ruined what was a truly incredible show which they do with like all shows pretty much yeah it ran into that I feel like something that happens a lot and it really bothers me with scripted shows is like they start out with like a really simple concept Mm -hmm. that's like easy and then it gets out of control. It spins out of control. They introduce too many characters. They introduce too many storylines. They start doing weird shit that doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, like at the end, it feels like a completely different show. And Orange is the New Black, I feel like, did that. Yeah, totally. And I d- if people listening are kind of confused, like Orange is the New Black put Netflix on the map. Yeah. I think they were one of the first streaming shows that people binge watch and it kind of gave us even the term binge watch. I I think that it was the first. Like I'm trying to think if there was another show that aired all at once. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think of anything like that, especially for like a big show that's really popular to just dump all of the episodes on at once was like mind blowing. 
Like I remember being like, I cannot believe I can just choose how much of this I want to see. And like, of course we would all watch it in like two days Mm -hmm. and then talk about it all year, how much we missed it. But like, (laughs) you know, it just feels like a million years ago. So what were your thoughts on it when it came out? Were you like a huge fan? Who were your faves? I want to, I want to know everything, all your orange is the new black thoughts. I was a I was a huge fan. I was one of those people. I mean, down to the Regina Spector theme song. Like, I remember hearing that song for the first time and being like, even if this show is shit, I'm going to watch it over and over just to hear that damn song. Oh, my God. And then the show itself was just so, it was just so, uh, I don't even know the word. Like, I wouldn't say gripping. It was addicting. And that was, like, the first time I remember getting that intense, like, streaming dopamine dopamine like it was just so easy to binge it's so easy to watch and it because there were so many reoccurring characters but they were all so well written and they really gave them like the full space to like have a a whole storyline it was never boring I loved when they would switch women because it was all like every single one of them was so interesting um yeah I mean of course I I loved seeing Taryn Manning on the show and like she was a big draw for me and also Natasha was like the big like that was like the thought of Natasha being on a show that I could just watch whenever I want was like mind-blowing at the time too so yeah what about you yeah I was obsessed with it and I think I I liked that we saw so many different types of women Mm -hmm. you know it was I don't know how realistic the show was obviously but just seeing like you know, women who are bigger, thinner, it really just like all different types of body types. It's really, I don't know. It was, it was really incredible. And then of course, like the gayness of it all. <laughs> I yeah. was very into that. <laughs> so it's such a queer show. Like, and for it to be like, like you said, one of the first streaming shows and to be so gay and not even like in like lesbian gay, like, lesbians never really get their moment you know what i mean like it's a lesbian show that gripped the whole world yeah a hundred percent i mean one of the first scenes is someone going down on another woman in church in the prison church (laughs) and i was like okay here we go here we go yeah (laughs) and also i remember being so um blown away that the woman who voiced patty mayonnaise was the yoga lady i remember being like this is like it's like scratching all these different itches that is so true and she was one of my favorites she was incredible one of the best side characters in the laverne of it all i was gonna say i was gonna say like her and big boo i forget their name but just different types of characters you know yeah it was so cool to have like a trans story be told like not in like a trauma way like mm. she was like such a full rounded character she wasn't just there to be like beaten up or be like a fucking csi rape victim like she had a full story with a whole like i mean it was just oh god those early days man and she was like the wise old owl of the show absolutely 
like it was so cool to, to like see them go get their hair done and like gab with her like that was like a real moment every episode who were some of your favorite characters um let me pull up the i'm actually gonna pull up the list because i feel like there's so many that i 100 percent am going to forget people okay ironically piper was like always annoying and i feel like that was like a common thing everybody was always annoyed by piper (laughs) but i always thought taylor Schilling did a good job of being like she's supposed to be kind of annoying and she was just good at it yeah totally even in her interview she i think she knew she wasn't supposed to be liked and she leaned into it yeah she's a karen in prison (laughs) it's the point you know um, I loved Red. Red was like a big draw for me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Crazy Eyes was everything. I mean, I think that her story probably made me cry the most amount of times. Um, oh, Tasty. This is, I'm just going to go down the whole list. I'm just going to end up saying <laughs> every person. Like, and then also like the cops, like the relationships that they had with the cops. And I don't, oh, uh, oh, I could keep going. I'm just going to end up naming every single cast member. I really loved Maritza and Flocka. Mm, like mm-hmm. the kitchen ladies. I loved yes. them. Yes. Loved the kitchen gang. Gloria. Yes. Uh. And also, this show gave us Ruby Rose. And I think much like Megan Fox, Ruby Rose is someone where if a girl's straight and she's like, I want to fuck Ruby Rose. Everyone's like, no, for sure. Yeah. Ruby Rose had Ruby Rose literally had like a teen heartthrob moment. It was so bizarre. Like she basically was 90s Leo for like <laughs> three years. <laughs> That's so <laughs> true. I also really loved Lorna. Yes. I don't think Lorna got the credit she deserved. Agreed. I feel like she was somebody who at the beginning i would say that at the beginning of that show nobody anticipated how much the audience would respond to her Mm -hmm. and then they ended up having to write her in way more because people like she was just incredible her story was fucking wild she kind of reminded me of like frenchie in greece that like brought in sandy to the cool girls crowd that's who she always reminded me of for sure it's like to find out that she was like a scary psycho (laughs) It's like, oh my god. <laughs> so just some quick facts before we get into the blinds. Um, Ryan Murphy actually optioned for rights for the before the book was even finished, which I thought Ooh. was interesting, and I thank God every day that he didn't get his greasy little paws on it. Yeah, oh my god. Um, Katie Holmes and Kate Hudson both tried out for Piper. Hmm. Kate Hudson, absolutely not. Katie Holmes, there's a world that where that works. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielle Brooks, who played Tasty, said she was only making about a thousand dollars per episode in season one. Wow. And then, according to Netflix, 105 million subscribers have seen at least one episode of Orange Is the New Black. Wow, that must be so weird for them. Especially because the actresses who weren't, you know, Lara Prebon or um, Taylor Schilling have come out to say they don't make money off this show for streaming. Right. And it was like, I mean, it's basically as if they were, in modern times, the first TV show. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And like, how the fuck are you supposed to know how to negotiate a contract for some uncharted territory, like, you know, streaming? Like at the time, as an actor, it probably just sounded really exciting to be a part of something new and to be able to like be on a show that's so popular being shown to the public in like a really different way, you know? But like, how are you supposed to know how to negotiate that if you're the first people doing it? Right. And obviously this was a big break for so many of them. I mean, if you watch old episodes of like Law and Order SVU, they're all on it. Yes. You know, like um Pablo Schreiber, he's the scariest person to ever be on Law and Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> but um all of those are opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged, and we start in 2013. This former B-plus list, mostly television actress from a hit network show, dropped to C when the show left the air. She had finally started to regain some of her B-ness on a new hit show when her boyfriend convinced her to leave the hit show and guaranteed money for a chance to be a bigger star in the project. She has let guys make some horrible decisions for her in the past, but this is the worst. And that's Laura Prepon. Um, the hit network show, of course, was that 70s show. And Chris Masterson, she was dating Danny's brother, and he did not want her to be in Orange is the New Black. Oh, interesting. So she actually, what I read about her, you know how there was that weird time where like no one knew where Alex was in season two? Mm -hmm. It's because she wouldn't sign a contract to like extend her first contract because Chris was in her ear being like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Then eventually they broke up and she ended up thankfully doing it. Ooh, Chris Masterson. Eek, 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 eek. <laughs> oh, those Masterson boys. I know, and if you guys haven't listened yet, make sure to check out our pop culture kiki because we're definitely going to be talking, we definitely talked about it there. I would really love to do an official one day. I'm, and it's not happening. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do it like next week, so let's not go crazy, you guys, okay? No need to... To request it i'm just throwing it out there but one day i really do want to do like a full like um i can't even think of this fucking name the director the rate david miskovich no brian singer oh, i really brian. want to do a brian singer episode because there's a chris masterson connection there that's like super dark i can imagine you also said like sean william scott right Mm-hmm. those two together allegedly allegedly this is an Emmy Awards blind. Yeah, I'm sober, said this former B-list mostly movie actress, who is now this close to a comeback thanks to her hit almost television show. The actress said this while drinking shots of Jaeger. When asked what she was doing, she said that she gives herself one day a week to drink or she can't make it. She says she has done this for the past few years and never broken her one day a week drinking. And that is Natasha Leone. Um... If you've never, like, listened to Natasha be interviewed or whatever, talk about her days with, like, substance abuse issues, it is just, I mean, it's mind-blowing. Like, it's actually fucking, like, some crazy rock star Hollywood shit. I feel like she's really, really, really fucking interesting. Extremely. Maybe one of the most interesting people to ever exist. Really? I really think that. I just think that she's, like, endlessly fascinating. This former B-list, mostly movie actress, who brought new meaning to the word drunken mess, lost her career, but now has it back thanks to a lucky break. 
She's doing her best to lose it again after she threw a drink in a waiter's face after she says he brought her the wrong one and then started screaming at him. Making matters worse for the future is that she wasn't kicked out of the place. So that's Natasha again. Throwing drinks in people's faces, allegedly. This Orange is the New Black actress was pulled over by police who let her off with a warning despite them spotting her little bag of white powder right on the passenger seat. And that is... Oh, it says... uh, She says the policeman was a fan. And that's Laura Prepon. That must be so easy for her. I bet you so many people had a crush on Donna. Oh my god, are you kidding? (laughs) She probably literally had to dye her hair dark just to be able to walk to the damn grocery store. This breakout star on a television show not aired in the traditional manner is doing her best to keep some photos of her nude modeling past from seeing the light of day. These are not artistic nudes, but are hustler-worthy. She has a story planned, if they're released, that she was taken advantage of despite the trail of emails from her to the photographer stating she wants to go explicit to make some noise. And it's either Taylor Schilling or Uzo Aduba. Which <laughs> I don't know if I like believe either of those two. I, I know. We are now in 2014, and this is a fashion week blind. This B-list mostly television actress who was in a very buzzy show right now and finally getting some fame posed happily for photos with designers, but didn't get far enough away from them when she started trashing their collection and looking for a place that she could change to get out of their design that they dressed her in. <laughs> So this is Taylor Schilling wearing the wearing Target collection on the red carpet. She said, if you don't get me out of this damn Target gown. I can't. It's so funny because like when I see her, I think of Piper and I can't picture Piper being like, get me out of this shit right now. (laughs) She said, if you don't bring me anything other than Massimo. (laughs) This is another Fashion Week blind. This Orange is the New Black actress was performing oral sex on another person in a bathroom when our actress suddenly got sick. She ran to the next stall and got sick and then came back still ready to go. Yeah, that must have been a big turn on. So that's allegedly Taryn Manning, and we have done a Taryn episode. It is on Patreon. So her there are only like a few Taryn blinds, but if you want like all the crazy Taryn blinds, definitely sign up for our Patreon episode. That episode was bananas. Yeah, Taryn is, Taryn is the gift that continues to give. Answer in random photos. This actress makes up the second of three actresses who all say the makeup person kept them hooked on drugs. The third actress isn't in the photos today. The second actress is having a nice little career. And that is, or a nice career comeback, sorry. And that is Jenna Malone and Taryn Manning. This B-list mostly television actress from a very hit almost television show took a break from the show because she had a breakdown after her actor boyfriend's wife caught them having an affair. It wasn't mid-thrust or anything, but it was a what are you two doing not wearing clothes kind of moment. So that's alleging that Laura was not on Orange is the New Black for a little bit because she was hooking up with Pablo Schreiber and got caught. Oh my god. Uh, and when oh. I thought of him and leave or Liev were brothers. That was fucking like mind blowing. (laughs) That is so messy. It's so weird when you don't know the reasons that like things are happening on shows. 
Right. Like, even Laura not being there at the beginning, like, I would have never known that. I would have been like, oh, they just rode her out for a little while. Right. And it was, like, so mysterious and cool how they did it. Like, I thought mm-hmm. it was just, like, a style choice. Mm-hmm. This B-list mostly movie actress who is currently starring on one of those almost television shows is battling a huge drinking problem. She missed a lot of time on the show because of her drinking. During filming, she usually has a flask of gin nearby or even holding it if she can get away with it. It is also affecting her relationships. Our actress is deeply embedded in the closet. She loves her current girlfriend even though she denies to the world that she is in any kind of relationship. The girlfriend can't handle the drinking and the rages and violence that come along with it. All of the relationships of our actress, whether they be beards or loves, always end up in a boozy, tragic pile in her career, which had rebounded, is headed for that same pile. The drinking and pills have increased to the point where something needs to be done. And that is Taryn Manning. This B-minus list, mostly movie actress, who's now on a hit almost television show, says that when she was at her lowest, her then-boyfriend, who used to be almost A-list, mostly movie actor, before his fall into the deep end because of drugs and booze, used to make her turn tricks, kind of like he does with his current girlfriend. So that's referring to when Natasha was dating Edward Furlong. Um, he allegedly did that, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, he also dated, in quotes, Paris Hilton when she was, like, I mean, she would have had to have been, like, 15 or something, or 16. Um, when you see, like, club kid Paris with, like, fingerless gloves, like, wearing mesh, um, he was dating her, and I've always read that he was also, like, pimping her out, kind of, allegedly. I have never heard a good thing about him. Yeah, I know. He makes me really sad because he was a really great child actor. Like, you just know that he went through some crazy shit. Yeah, for sure. The ex of this A-list diva slash actress slash singer has been trying to hook up with the newly Emmy-nominated actress. He does have a type, and that is transgender actress Laverne Cox hooking up with Casper. Oh, Casper's smart. It's been a while. Uh, (laughs) usually it is guys you hear about working their way through all the extras in one episode actresses but this time it's this former b-list mostly movie actress turned b-list actress on an almost television show who has hooked up with 20 to 30 women during the short run of the show she says it's like being a kid in a candy store and that's allegedly taylor Schilling. This B-list kind of television actress is not allowed to date anymore. No one. Her handlers want her ready for the right kind of publicity match. Meanwhile, she wanders around parties and events with no one but a publicist. Oh, how sad. That's Taylor Schilling. I don't know. I don't remember them ever trying to make her, like, the next It Girl. Were they really? At the beginning, yeah, because the thing was, is, like, I think it was in... It was assumed she would be, like, the breakout star. Yeah, I guess so. Because promoting it... Yeah, promoting it, it was so big on the, um... I can't think of her name. The actress who plays Red in Laura Prebaum being Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah, I think that they thought she would become, like, a really, really big deal being the lead. But it ended up being, like, she was the least interesting character on her show. 
I mean, yeah, like she was even when she was in the um, movie with Zac Efron, the lucky one, mm-hmm. she was kind of like not really there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like you're surrounded by literal powerhouse women who eat up every scene and are like so over the top. It's like the way Posh describes being in the Spice Girls. She's like, I'm the one wearing black heels while everybody's in drag. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you end up being pushed, kind of phased out. This foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actor is still great looking, but does not work as much as he used to. He and this B-list, almost television actress who's on the cover of everything lately have been hooking up, but he's afraid to go public because he thinks his fans will judge. And that's Hugh Grant and Laverne Cox. Well, Hugh, (laughs) if we haven't judged already, then (laughs) I think you'll be fine. Like, Hugh, you can bounce back from... Right, like he can bounce back from just about everything. Right. This is a pre-Emmy party blind. This B-list actress from the same show as the actress from number eight showed off some new breasts up close and personal to the female bartender who was pouring our actress the stiff drinks. This is going to cause drama at home with the actress who has already gone through three other girlfriends in the past year because she can't stop cheating. And that again is Miss Taryn Manning. At a party this weekend, this Orange is the New Black star who was on a long-running show a few years ago spent all night dodging the advances of this B-list, mostly movie actor, who's been flirting with television the past year. The actor, who used to be with the A-plus list, mostly movie actress, would not leave the Orange is the New Black actress alone and at one point parked himself in front of the woman's restroom to wait for her. And that is Billy Bob Thornton cornering Laura Prepon. imagine billy bob thornton cornering you that would be so scary actually if billy bob thornton cornered me it would be a reverse situation because and i'd corner him and be like tell me everything about you and angelina what happened in that limo how'd you get the fucking blood into those vials what do you think about megan fox and mjk mjk trying to beat you i want to know everything actually billy bob thornton better stay away from me Billy Bob Thornton tries to hook up with you. He brings you home. You're like, actually, I am have some questions. And now you're stuck. <laughs> I'm dangling a vial of blood on, like, <laughs> on her plane. I'm like, well, I'm dating this guy. We're now in 2015. And this is from Blind Gossip. This actress, a presenter at last night's SAG Awards, was in the ladies room with a friend during a commercial break. She had apparently just found out that another presenter had some catty remarks about her dress, and both women were quietly fuming. The friend said, quote, I can't believe other presenter called your dress ugly, and I can't believe she thought she could talk shit about you and that you wouldn't hear about it. Our actress responded, fuck her. She's disgusting. Plus, she has a lot of nerve calling anything ugly. She's the ugliest woman that I've ever seen. They looked at each other, hesitated for a moment, and busted out laughing, and then exited the bathroom. So that are the other actress being Lorelai Linklater from Boyhood, the ugliest woman ever, while being Laverne Cox. That's interesting. The next blind, we have a kindness blind. We love a kindness moment. So there is this actress, B-List, hit almost television show, used to be on a hit network. Our actress has a new hair color, makes her look much different. 
two tables away at lunch from a group of four women in town for a convention. They were talking about celebrities they want to see and go through a list, but all get excited when they mention the name of our actress. There's no way that they could see her. Our actress arranges to have their bill paid and on the back of their bill signs her name and something about how they made her day better. The waitress couldn't wait to see the whole thing play out. So that's Laura Prepon. This is for, or this is a South by Southwest blind. This orange is a new black actress down in Austin for something else. Wins the partier of the day award. If you ever wanted to be flashed by a B minus lister and made out with, whether you are male or female, then the other night was your night. Hopefully the nasty gash on her arm from the drunken fall she took on the restroom floor will be okay soon. And that is Natasha Leone. This actress from Orange is the New Black, who's probably the biggest star to emerge from the show, has been having a torrid affair with this A-list mostly movie actor who's an Academy Award winner slash nominee. The thing about the affair is that our A-lister has been filming a lot of it and wants to make a documentary about the actress include all the sex they have recorded too. That's Laverne Cox, and I want the listeners to take a guess on who they think the A-lister is, and then I'll tell you, so I'll, I'll pause for a moment. Of course, it's fucking James Franco. <laughs> I forgot about James and Laverne. James Franco is just the worst. And, and of, sorry, of course, we both want to call for that. Go ahead, you go. Um, no, I was going to say, I feel like Laverne was accepted, but was also like used in such a strange way mm-hmm. by the media. You know, like guys would be like, well, I guess, I guess she's like good looking, I guess, for like a a transgender person like but they mm-hmm. couldn't accept that it's a girl it's female like come on <laughs> i yeah, i think that people had a hard time like like i said earlier laverne had a full fleshed out storyline on that show and you really can count on one hand how many trans stories up, up to that point had really like played out mm-hmm. in a complex way and it wasn't just like a like a Willem being on Nip Tuck and being beaten up kind of thing. Like it, it's, I don't know, she did a full whole thing. And like, she was presented on the show as being like really hot, like prison hot too. You know what I mean? And it wasn't ironically hot. She was just sexy and in prison and doing makeup. Mm-hmm. And people had a hard time like wrapping their heads around it. Oh Lord. Oh, I thought I, I, sorry, I almost thought that I read Gianna De Laurentiis' name. I was like, how did she make it into a goddamn Orange is a New Black episode? My God. She was the chef on set, fucked everyone. <laughs> who is she fucking on set now? <laughs> this Orange is a New Black actress who has been a lot, been on a lot, but not all of the episodes, set off a fire alarm the other night at a Broadway show when she was smoking a joint in the bathroom stall. And that is Leah Deloria. Um, Jackie Cruz or Emma Miles. So what's kind of interesting with some of these, it'll just say like three names, but they're all actresses. They're like, I don't know, one of them, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. <laughs> one of the 40 women on the show. <laughs> this Orange is the New Black star with the interesting first name that kind of rhymes with her last is probably not going to be invited back to any party thrown by this phone manufacturer. Apparently, when she found out the A-lister had a cocktail and dinner party that occurred before the D-listers arrived, she threw a huge fit and smashed her free phone to the ground. Uzo Aduba. 
I mean, Crazy Eyes, like, changed so much. The way that she acted, everything about that role was so incredible. It was really wild. And it was fun because it was, like, a slow burn. Like, they didn't tell you her story really in full until pretty deep into the show. For sure. For a while, you were just like, oh, she's nuts. She's obsessed with Piper. Why is she so strange? And then, of course, with all the characters, kind of, they made you understand their how they were acting or why they were acting that way. Totally. And like, you never knew who they would choose, which was like what made it so fun. Like you never knew what woman would get their episode and it would just randomly happen. And all of a sudden you'd be getting this whole backstory about somebody you've known for years and passing, you know, Mm -hmm. this orange is a new black actress who works a ton, had a chance at an even bigger break. It would have been the big time, but she refused to sleep with a guy who could make it happen. She didn't want to be that person. So her show was not picked up. Lunch is on me next time I see, and that is Laverne. I can't even imagine with Laverne having been, like, Laverne became so famous. So fast. So fast. And you just know that all the DL men in Hollywood that love the trans girls were going berserk in Laverne's DMs. Didn't she say that too? Wasn't she someone who was like, you should see who has slid slid into my DMs? I can't even imagine. This A-list mogul slash rapper wannabe slash celebrity has moved on from his most recent celebrity girlfriend to this Orange is the New Black actress who is also going to be the face of one of the products the mogul sells. So the mogul being Diddy, the actress being Dasha Polanco, and he was dating Cassie at the time. And Dasha played um, Gaia. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She also was really famous for a while. Yeah, I was surprised that she didn't really get any... I don't want to say any bigger because I don't think that's fair because I think she's still like recognizable, but I really thought she was going to have shows and I think she was even in a few movies. It just kind of never really clicked. Yeah. Yeah. This B-list mostly movie actress who dropped to C- minus would have been lower except everyone has seen her movies is back to B-, minus if you stream shows anyway. At a charity event the other night, she was badly needed but kept taking breaks with which consisted of her drinking with a flask and smoking something that was not pot or tobacco. And that's Natasha. The wedding of this Orange is the New Black actress is on hold for the reasons given, but because she's enjoying all the sex with fans that she's been having for the past few months. She also managed to hook up with this A-plus list mostly movie actress, and that's allegedly Ruby Rose and Angelina Jolie. Of course. Are you kidding? (laughs) Are you kidding? Of course the universe is going to put those two together somehow. And I don't know. There's something about it. Like, I love when a woman's so beautiful that it's okay for, like, everyone to be like, no, they're hot. And that was Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like Orange, like, really brought, like, the conversation, the lesbian conversation was really at the forefront when Orange was, like, super popular. And I don't know. It got the girls talking. <laughs> <laughs> this actress's significant other thought that their public appearances as a couple meant that 
they were now a big and permanent part of each other's lives. Maybe not. It's not going so well right now. It seems that the glow is off the relationship and the actress has been putting a little distance between them. She's no longer included, including the SO in every, in every movement and every decision. And the significant other is getting a bit panicky about her decreasing role in the actress's life. She hates that the actress is just passive aggressive about everything. She's worried that the actress wants out of the relationship, but doesn't have the guts to say it. She doesn't know why this is happening or what to do about it. We told her that maybe the actress just doesn't want her up in her business every moment of the day, but she doesn't think that that's it. She's convinced that the actress is cheating on her or planning to dump her or something bad like that. And that is Ruby Rose and Phoebe Doll. Phoebe, I get why you were worried. <laughs> and now Ruby Rose is like a weird, like, I don't know. She's like kind of D-listy, like, but not, like, everybody knows her, but she doesn't get big roles. She was just in Meg 2. Like, she's just, I don't know, it's weird. She's very good looking, but I won't say the acting's, like, the greatest. Oh my, are you kidding? <laughs> she's horrible. <laughs> this next blind is from Blind Gossip. Here's an interesting foursome of celebrities. Two actors, one model, one singer. Singer and actor one were dating last year. Now, they never actually admitted they were dating. They simply said they were collaborating on some music. Whatever. If collaborations include sleepovers, they were collaborating. Everything was going fine until Singer accused actor one of cheating on Singer with actor two. Actor one denied it. Big fight. Singer and actor one broke out. Actor one and actor two continued dating for a while, but have since broken up. Enter the model. Singer and model recently admitted they are dating. Then they admitted that they have actually been dating for several months. Now here's the interesting part. The time frame that they give is a lie. The truth is that at the same time the singer was crying crocodile tears about actor one's cheating ways, singer was also cheating with the model. <laughs> so if you don't believe it, the model is Cara Delevingne. The singer being St. Vincent. Actor one being Carrie Brownstein from Portlandia, and then actor two being Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. And what's funny is that Taylor is queer and like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like everyone thought she was so straight laced and stuff just because Piper was obviously Piper was queer, too. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder if like looking back, if she wishes that she had been cast a different character on that show. <laughs> Because she is Piper. <laughs> he is. And people associate her with being an uptight, waspy, kind of annoying white lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> what A slash B list actor and Oscar winner slash nominee has been trying for months to hook up with this B list actress from that almost TV show, which is starting back up soon? He definitely has a type. Don't be shocked if you see these two out together in public. This is funny because it's the reveal is Jared Leto and Taylor Schilling, and then it just says, Taylor and Jared look alike. <laughs> they, they, they do. It's insane. When I pulled yeah. that blind, I was like, oh, wait, I see it. <laughs> yeah, they really, really do. It's the eyes. This B-list, mostly television actress on that primarily female, almost television hit, is causing big drama behind the scenes. Well, not just her. She started a high-profile relationship on set with another woman, but now our actress has found someone younger, and the mess could lead to her character being killed off. 
So that's Orange is the New Black, Samira Wiley, who played um, Kusei, and then the other woman being Lauren Morelli, the show writer. So that blind item, I don't know if, I think this debunks it because the BuzzFeed article I read said that um, Samira was aware for like seasons that she was going to be killed off. That was um, a really (laughs) difficult moment for me. Like there's certain moments in TV where it like imprints on me so bad that even when you bring it up, it like makes me like I get goosebumps thinking about her character dying. Totally. And I loved the way that like, after how the prison reacted to her dying mm-hmm. it was Ugh. heartbreaking to say the I, least. I literally will start crying and i haven't watched it in like 10 years <laughs> and it also brought like brooke more in the storyline because before brooke was just like her annoying girlfriend that she fell in love with and i mm-hmm. liked that they gave her a bigger part in the show yeah yes and that like it really made you realize the whole time how like how good of a person she was like her character was just so such a decent person you know mm-hmm. Ugh, i can't oh my god why am i getting emotional about orange is a new black right now everyone we need a moment we need to cry but we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> this orange is a new black star makes a point of claiming she is gay but not bi but as recently as six months ago she had a fling with a guy for several weeks what a lying backstabbing bitch Ruby Rose, how dare you? How dare you have sex with a man and not claim it publicly? <laughs> this Orange is the New Black actress was at a nighttime party and hooked up with a guy. Apparently, they couldn't wait to get a room or even a limo. They were both sloppy drunk and pawing each other and didn't seem to care that everyone was watching. This was a good 30 minutes long. And that's Natasha... At Dark Horse Wine presents the Los Angeles premiere of IFC Films Sleeping with Other People. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Natasha. (laughs) This former B-list actress who I feel like has been working forever, but is is because she started when she was a kid, finally has a role that she is garnering attention and fame for. It is almost television and she is good. She has never really been subjected to the amount of interviews that she does now, and her BDSM dominance and submission. Oh, okay, not them. Not de-explaining BDSM thing has been going on with her partner would make her would make for some very splashy headlines. Okay, all that to say that Natasha is into BDSM allegedly. While her co-stars have been having a ridiculous amount of fun over the past week, the so-called star of the Almost television show has been quietly held up in her hotel room. Yes, she does what she's supposed to and makes press appearances and promotes the heck out of the new show. When she's not working, though, she's right back to her hotel room. No interaction with anyone. She rarely goes out with any of her co-stars, even to dinner. They all pose happily together for social media shots, and and she is always gone. It didn't used to be like this. There's nothing horrible that happened to her physically anyway. Emotionally, though, she was devastated beyond belief at some of the things she experienced when she dated this former A-list tweener. She thought he was the one person, and he was when he was with her. The thing is, though, he ended up spending more and more time away from her because he enjoyed using drugs far more than spending time with her. He told her this. 
He also told her at one point they would be together forever, and she turned down a movie when he said they should go get married. Instead, he was off doing drugs. Once he came clean, so to speak, about his drug issues, he started taking her with him when he would go out. She says she saw some things that she never wants to see again and things that made her never want to go out with anyone or be anywhere when there was a chance drugs would be around. Instead, she just sits in her hotel room or apartment alone. And that's Natasha, again, referring to when she was dating Edward Furlong. This Orange is a New Black actress believed this A slash B list rapper when he said that he was single. So she hooked up with him and watched him 12 hours later hook up with this A-list singer. And that is Dasha hooking up with Travis Scott and then watching him hook up with Rihanna. To be fair, I would watch Rihanna hook up with probably anyone. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Now would be a good time to remind you guys, we do have two live shows. One in New York, one in Boston. We cannot wait. Yes, the one in New York's on a Wednesday, but you know what? That's that's the weekend for New York. And also, like, we love a weekday drunk moment, don't we? Don't we, girls? Don't we love being drunk during the weekday? For sure, and Boston is on a Monday, and you know what? We're giving you permission to take Tuesday off from work. Yeah, and tell them that we said that you could. You can call them and let them know. Blame it on us. This B-plus-less actress stars as a lead on an almost television show. The story is based on her, but she's about to be killed off. She's doing everything she can to change the minds of the writers and producers, and that's alleging that they were ready to kill Taylor Schilling's character, Piper, on Orange is the New Black. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they just kind of wrote her as, like, a background character. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was very odd the way that it took place. Back in season two of this hit almost television show, Two of the leads hooked up. One is a closeted female, and the other doesn't hang out in the closet, but is not exactly leading a pride parade either. One used to be almost A-list on television on a hit network show, and then dropped off the face of the earth until this latest gig. Number two, you had to love her other projects to know who she was, but for now it's probably B-plus list. Everyone on set knew that they were hooking up in the trailer after filming. They dated for about six months until the start of the next season of filming when number two started dating another woman. Number one couldn't handle filming any more sex scenes with number two. Because of that, the writers had to add another character, number three, who probably is the most grateful person in the world because of it. When the new love interest was introduced, number one got ticked off and almost refused to work. So the writers tried to minimize the sex scenes involving number two in her role and is one of the reasons that she might not be around on the show much longer. So number one being Laura Prepon, number two being Taylor, and number three being Ruby Rose, and Taylor was hooking up with Carrie Brownstein. I just think it's funny that there was like the exact kind of Orange is the New Black drama happening behind the scenes of Orange is the New Black. Right, like if that blind's true, it also sounds like fan fiction. <laughs> Right. Like, it sounds like people writing what they hope was happening behind the scenes. You know what I mean? It, like, was happening. For sure. Even though she landed a spot on Orange is the New Black, this B-minusless actress is still ticked off she didn't land the lead role on this new hit Almost Network show and was telling anyone who would listen the other night that the lead only got her shot because she slept with anyone and everyone to make sure she would land the role. So the show, 
being Jane the Virgin, the actress being Diane Guerrero, the role she got, Lena, the role she wanted was Jane, the actress who got it, Gina Rodriguez, and the role she played on Orange is the New Black was Maritza Ramos. I love Diane. I thought, like, she talked a lot about how one day, like, she was at college and came home and her parents were taken by ICE. Like, she's been so open about that. I think she's actually, like, really incredible. If you guys haven't heard, like, Diane Guerrero's um, story, look it up for sure. God, this is reminding me of how many fucking interesting people were on that damn show. Like, just great actors. Like, it was cool to just have a show that had a million good actors on it. And I like that they were all female. Like, I understand, you know, as a lesbian, as a woman, like, it's cool. But it usually it's like, you watch these shows, even Grey's Anatomy. Like, the way Meredith Grey could have been, like, this super strong. And she is was to a point. But, like, she was always wrapped up in boy drama and wrapped up in, like, what is Derek thinking? Right. Yeah, it was, like, cool to see women just, like, play off of each other. And, like, the inner relationships that they all had with each other was so interesting am i gonna rewatch orange is the new black am i gonna be one of these people now <laughs> this b slash a-list mostly television actress had a big hit back in the day but now a group that she belongs to has started sending someone on the road with her every time she travels apparently they are concerned about someone in her life who might make her leave the group so that i'm sure you have guessed is laura prepon and um scientology and, you know, one of the things that really confuses me about Scientology is, like, so they they tell these people, and obviously I know that it's because the rules for regular people are not the same for, like, actors and stuff, you know? But they tell these people that you're not allowed to be around suppressive people. You're not allowed to be around people who believe in, you know, medications or therapy. and But then these actors are on these sets, and they're intertwined with these people. And it's like, so where are the rules? Like, what are what are the real rules of Scientology? Like, It's like so blurred. It just depends how much you give them is pretty much like what your rule is. Yeah. Like she's allowed to just be a mess on set and it's like five. Right. And Laura did leave Scientology. She did it very quietly. Mm -hmm. um, I think it had to do with like her husband. Yeah. But yeah. This next blind is from Blind Gossip. You may think that this couple has been together for several years and currently living together. What you don't know is that they actually broke up a couple of months ago. We hear the taller one moved out and the shorter one is pursuing a new love interest. While no breakup announcement is planned, there are a couple of clues out there that their relationship is over. While they're both active on social media, they've since un unfollowed each other, and when one of them faced some criticism recently, the other did not jump in to offer support. Instead, they chose to distance themselves from the situation. So the taller one being Esmir Livingston, the shorter one being Raven Simone, shorter one was pursuing Samira um, Wiley, and the shorter one's controversy is Raven says she wouldn't hire anyone with a ghetto name. <laughs> Waterman, Watermelon Drea, that we'll never forget it. <clears throat> this B-list mostly television actress is on a hit almost television show. She blew off a big event with the organization that ended up having to spend two nights straight making up for it with extra work and a big check. And that is Laura Prepon blowing off the 
a Scientology event for the Globes? Is that yeah, she said? went to the Globes instead of hanging out with Scientologists. So you know that that meant she had to go hold the cans for like 12 hours. Did Orange is the New Black save Lara Prepon from Scientology? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> this Orange is the New Black actress got into a really loud argument with the former A-list tweener actress who had her own show and still acts like she has her own show, even though she barely works. This former tweener was heard by the Orange is the New Black actress making rude comments about how the actress got her role. So that is Dasha Polanco fighting with Victoria Justice. <laughs> what? Oh my god, okay. It looks like this Orange is the New Black actress was winning her battle with sobriety. But at an after party this week, she was blitzed and boozed, kept asking blitzed and boozed and kept asking people whether they had coke. And that is Natasha Leone. Considering she walked in on her significant other cheating on her three weeks prior to this award ceremony, this Orange is the New Black actress held her own remarkably well this past week. And that's Natasha with Fred Armisen. And I have never like heard a good thing about Fred Armisen. Yeah. I've heard that he's just such a dick. He treats women like shit, allegedly. Extremely controlling, verbally abusive, allegedly. Yeah, not good things. Now would be a good time to let you know this podcast is sponsored by Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or... I don't know, trying to put yourself in a trance so you don't want nicotine. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your figures a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. For me, I am always fidgety. Even when we record, I'm spinning in my chair, I'm moving back and forth, I have a pen in my hand, I'm moving it all around. The only reason I cannot use my fume when recording it is that it makes a little quick noise, but because of that, it also like... I like it. Like I'll be sitting here pulling blind items. I'll be fidgeting, just using that. And it helps keep me focused. It also comes with really cool flavors. I personally love the mint one. And yeah, I just, I really enjoy it. It keeps me busy. It keeps me occupied and it keeps me out of trouble. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use blinds to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. 
That's tryfum.com and use blinds to save an additional 10% off your order today. Head to tryfume.com slash blinds and use code blinds to save 10% off. I would also like to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by Living Proof. Hair problems can be complicated and finding the right products that work for me is an expensive game of trial and error. Thanks to Living Proof, I am saving time and money by getting the specific products that actually work for my hair. Living Proof is the leader in scientifically proven high-end hair care products. Their mission is to solve the world's toughest hair challenges by inventing different types of exclusive hair tech to treat individual hair health needs. Now, I know what you're thinking. Troy, you're bald. What are you talking about? And well, I still have a scalp. And my scalp gets dirty and my scalp is dry and I've suffered from dry scalp since I was like in elementary school. It actually is a major problem for me. I don't want to go into my childhood trauma, but I have had some very embarrassing flake on the shoulder moments where I'm like, really? So I've always my entire life tried different hair products to see like what will help with my dry scalp or my dandruff. And when I find something that works, I stick to it because this is truly an issue for me. Not sure what products are right for you? Instead of guessing, I start by taking Living Proof's AI online hair care quiz, which analyzes my specific hair care needs and styling goals, then uses their first-to-market technology to help customize the right hair care routine for me. Living Proof studies the root cause of specific hair issues, and their scientists develop groundbreaking technologies to treat it when the ideal formula or solution doesn't exist. Living Proof actually invents it. That's why they are credited with 120 global patents, 450 plus formulas, and over 200 awards. After 20 years of leading hair innovation, Living Proof prides itself on their commitment to rigorous testing that is unparalleled with hair care industry. I will say, like I said, I've tried a ton of different products for dandruff and dry scalp, and some of them are, I believe, just truly lies. I truly believe that they are just basic run-of-the-mill shampoo that they slap a giant price tag on because they claim that it will help you and this actually does work and i think that it is because you have to take a quiz before you buy it so it's made specifically for your hair type save your hair from the guessing game and give it the products your hair deserves with living proof visit livingproof.com blinds and use code blinds to get 15 percent off your first purchase that's livingproof.com blinds Code blinds for 15% off your first purchase. Livingproof.com slash blinds, code blinds. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. And now we are back with the blinds and we're in 2016. For the first time I can remember, members of this Almost show are fighting. Some of the people on the show think the four-year consideration ads are favoring a couple of the actresses and leaving the others in the dust. I forget, we just talked about this recently, and Orange is the New Black had so many great actresses that obviously they wanted to support them all and give them their flowers for how great they were, at least get nominated. But it actually does bug me when... It's a show and it has like four leads, whether they're male, female actors, and they're just all nominated. I don't think that's fair. I think you should pick like one or two and just go with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just takes over. I think it makes award shows feel, I don't know. I think that they like to do this like thing where they make it feel like, you know, this, this show is just a meteor hitting the earth. Look at it. It swept the... It swept award season and it is really annoying because I just feel like it, first of all, it's not fun to watch. And at the end of the day, this is a fucking award show and you are just having the same people walk up on stage over and over. If that's the case, you could have just said like, and by the way, they won 40 other things and we gave them to them after the show. I don't need to see the cast of Modern Family on stage for a full hour. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, why? Like, what is the point of doing this? No, I totally agree. And I also think with Orange is the New Black, actual TV stars were getting mad because, it, again, it was that new thing. And people are like, how can we compete against a show like Orange is the New Black? Look at their budget. Right. And people basically viewed it as like an internet show. Exactly. Which is so crazy because now all of those actors are on streaming shows. All of them. <laughs> Right. They're like, sorry, we were just jealous. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I guess we know who this almost television actress slash part-time movie actress moved on to from her girlfriend. This A-plus singer is so good at hiding people in plain sight. And that is Ruby Rose and Miss Taylor Swift. I will say, even I was like, wait, how do they know each other? <laughs> like, why are they friends? <laughs> And you know what? Ruby to me is the kind of the same as Kara, where it's like, if you're hanging out with her, it comes with a certain assumption. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> when this Orange is the New Black actress had a chance to meet the host of the Golden Globes, he said he was a big fan of her work. She told him to fuck off. Apparently, she was not a fan of some of the comments he made during the show. And that's Laverne Cox. Yeah. And I forget, it doesn't say who was hosting, but apparently they made transgender jokes about Caitlyn Jenner in the show Transparent. So whoever was hosting the Golden Globes in 2016, who probably Ricky Gervais or something. (laughs) Like, fuck you. (laughs) 
I love it. Laverne is such a badass. I agree. Like, I don't know. I'm a, like, it's so cool how Laverne was accepted and how she really made her mark in Hollywood. I don't know. I know that's not like an articulate way to say it at all, but it's just like, it's like so powerful to see it. I always wish that she, um, I really wanted her to get a seat on The View. And I know that she was like vying for it, but like Laverne held her own on The View and she went up, she went, she went toe to toe with Whoopi on that Bill Cosby thing and about like race stuff. And nobody ever fucking battles Whoopi about her crazy thoughts on race and predators. But Laverne, let her have it. And I was like, damn, she deserves a spot on that table. This Orange is a New Black actress lost a huge power play move recently and is in open warfare with the actress's wife of this former A-list mostly movie actor with really bad hair. So that's Laura Prepon, Kelly Preston, and then John Travolta, of course, being the one that has bad hair. A day away from her girlfriend was enough for this foreign-born, B-plus-list, mostly television actress to cheat on her with another woman she had in passing a few weeks ago. And believe it or not, that is Miss Ruby Rose. It turns out that this B-list actress who was hoping for a third installment of a Disney franchise was the other woman behind the split of this B-list Orange is a New Black actress and her girlfriend. Don't forget the other man who I already told you about. So that is Maya Mitchell, the Disney franchise being Teen Beach, <laughs> and the B-list Orange is New Black actress girlfriend being Ruby Rose, and of course Phoebe Dahl, the man being Miss Keanu Reeves. I'd like to know nothing about Keanu, just so I can have like one celebrity that isn't the worst person on earth. <laughs> yeah. I know, he's the best. Everybody loves Keanu. This Orange is the New Black actress, who actually has been a reality star, you might not remember, said that on her first show, all the guys treated her like a piece of meat and she almost quit acting from doing just one episode of the long-running show. So that's Jackie Cruz, who played Flacca. She was on Courtney and Kim Take Miami, and the long-running hit show um, that made her feel like a piece of meat was The Shield. These two Orange is the New Black stars had a little fling together. Now, one of them is in a forced relationship with someone else. Apparently, there is a lot of tension between the two stars because things did not end on a very positive note. And that is Taylor and Laura Prepon. I just think that that's so funny. Like, there could really, I mean, I guess most shows could have like a whole documentary or like something about what happened behind the scenes. But it's just funny that if Orange is the New Black had one, it would be like a strange world version of the show right <laughs> it would just be them but they're not in prison they're just famous ladies right they're just cosplaying prisoners <laughs> right i guess if this orange is the new black actress feels like it's okay for her to cheat on her girlfriend while out of town then her girlfriend feels like it's okay for her to cheat too the girlfriend though is hooking up with men and that's ruby rose and harley guzman <laughs> The way that <laughs> the way that bisexuality and just sexual fluidity is erased in blind items is absolutely hilarious. And like not even that long ago. <laughs> We're in 2016. Like, why does it have to be alleged that she hooked up with a man? Like, who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this orange is a new black actress who has another TV gig has always been scandal free. That is all about to change. The married man that she's hooking up with will cause some jaws to drop. And that is Laverne during, I guess, the filming of Doubt. This orange is the new black actress who was wasted on a variety of drugs at a New York Fashion Week event. Most wasted celebrity of the season so far, Dasha Palanco. Not sure if my timing is exactly correct, but it is pretty close. While this barely known celebrity was confessing her love on social media for her A-slash-B-list mostly television actress girlfriend, the actress was hooking up with a woman in a backstage area of a club. And that is Harley Gussman and Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose must have, I mean, the stories that her and Cara probably have, they probably sit in clink shots and just talk, like, like pirate laugh at all the women that they have bedded. If I could be a fly on the wall for any conversation between those two, I'd be like buzzing. Just like zzz, I know. Zzz, on the wall. <laughs> I would also love to see their sex toy collection. I would love to see Kara's sex toy collection. My lord. You know that it's eccentric and expensive and beautiful. Just like her. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Kara, please give us attention. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm in love with you, gal. I don't know if you can tell. This still technically in the closet Orange is the New Black actress has been on the verge of moving in with her girlfriend of a couple months, but hooked up with another woman this past weekend. Taylor Schilling. I feel like I'm listening to gossip from, like, Cubby Hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like all L-chat L gossip. <laughs> This second-tier Orange is a New Black actress keeps threatening to leave the show if she doesn't get more screen time and a bigger right, bigger raise. I don't think she understands that she is not that much in demand and is very replaceable. That was Dasha. I actually don't agree with that. I think that her storyline on the show was, like, in a weird way, like, on a, on a show that had, like, 90 people as the lead, in a weird way, her show, her story was the heart of it, in my opinion. I agree with you. And I think it's really interesting if you look at like Daya and Tasty, whereas Tasty started off like kind of hard, like a hard shell, kind of loud, boisterous. And then by the end, she's an advocate. And mm -hmm. even though she has life in prison, she's turning her life around and like yeah. she wants better. Whereas sure. Daya started off like so soft and gentle, got pregnant by the guard, of course. And mm -hmm. then when she didn't know about her baby, she just kind of turned off that like humanity switch almost. So mm -hmm. it was cool seeing the parallel between the two of them. That's a really good point. And I I also love too that she like, you know, it's like her mom was there is in the jail and like it just hit different. Like she felt like everybody's child in there. She was the young one and of course, as the show went on, there were other like young people in the prison or whatever. But at the beginning, she was like the baby and she, the baby was pregnant with a baby. And it was like everybody kind of had to like look out for her, you know. And everyone wanted to protect her and get the creepy guard out. Like right. she was a huge part of that show. That blind's wrong. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All that to say that that blind was incorrect. <laughs> the A-list almost television actress from a hit show thought by having her significant other fly out to visit at work would put a curb to the drug use of the actress. Nope. 
it only got worse. And that's allegedly Ruby Rose. We're now in 2017. Really interesting that this A slash B list almost television actress from a very hit almost television show has been hanging out with her supposed ex-boyfriend way more than the guy that she's supposed to marry. This story gets even more crazy if you go back a dozen years. Basically traded in one family member for another. Well, so that's Laura. Oh, I forgot to read the name. Sorry. So that's Laura Prepon and, of course, Chris uh, Christopher Masterson. Um, and then it says half-brother Jordan Masterson. So she fucked Jordan? Yeah, so there was a blind on our Danny episode, and I can't remember if Danny is public or Patreon, but remember the really weird blind about how all the family allegedly, like, hooks up with mm. maybe each other, maybe each other's significant others? Like, the Masterson family seems to just have a really dark web of kind of, like, a lot of shit. You know, they give me... Like, even if it wasn't Scientology, if it wasn't Scientology, it'd be a different cult. Yeah. They are a cult-centric family. They kind of remind me of, like, the Phoenix family. Okay, yeah, I could see that for sure. You know, like, how the the Phoenix kids, like, they all, you know, they talk about how they grew up in, like, a commune and, you know, weird sex stuff and things, kids being exposed to things. That's kind of what they give me. This next blind is from the SAG Awards. This orange is the new black actress who shares her last name with multiple celebrities from across the spectrum of celebrity, said she recently was dumped by a guy 20 minutes after they had sex one last time. She thought everything was perfect. After sex, he got up and left, and one minute after he drove away, texted her to say it was over. And that's Jackie Cruz. That just seems like not even like a blind item. That's just like, I don't know. Right. It's not like a famous person. She's like, guess what happened to Jackie Cruz? Right. <laughs> Apparently this orange is a new black actress had no takers when she offered herself up for yachting this summer. She made the rounds and her photos taken, but everyone said no. And that is, I guess it's saying it could be either Jackie or Dasha. They very well could have an open relationship, but me thinks that when this openly gay orange is the new black actress is having sex with a female makeup artist after a shoot, that the girlfriend of the actress is probably not on board with it. Listen, I think if you're dating Ruby Rose, she's like, listen, I'm going to fuck everyone and you're just going to have to deal with it. Either they're going to watch or you're going to (laughs) join. Or leave. Or leave, but it's going to happen. Apparently, this orange is a new black actress not named Taryn Manning slapped a woman who would not go home with the with the actress. The actress then ran out of the club. And that is Leah Delaria. Speaking of oranges, the new black actresses, this one is arguably the most famous of them all. She went off on her agent because she thought she was a lock for a role, but lost out to someone similar to her, but a decade younger. And that's Laverne Cox. This foreign-born dual-threat B-list actress who also tries her hand at a side gig is cheating as per usual on her celebrity girlfriend. The per usual is how she treats most of her girlfriends. And that is Ruby Rose and Jessica Oriagiliasso. Do you know who that (laughs) is? That's one of the Veronicas. 
Oh, oh my God. I don't think I've ever read her last name. Me either. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> cool. This Orange is the New Black actress was hoping to mix some business with yachting while out of the country, but there were no takers. Personally, I don't think she knew what she was trying to do when setting it up, but she has actually taken it really hard. Aw, Jackie yeah. Cruz. Aw. This Orange is a New Black actress landed a really high-paying, very cool endorsement deal. Everyone at the company loved her, but the photos and ads they had planned look really bad, and she's going to be replaced, which is going to crush her. She loved being the face of this company. And that was when um, she was picked to do Urban Decay. And there was, like, a short time where she was, like, a campaign girl. Like, she kept getting endorsements because... She was the moment. Like, she really was the moment for a hot second. I know. I feel like Ruby Rose was like a Neutrogena girl, even. Yes, I think she was. This Orange is the New Black actress slash walking blind item is finally inching her way out of the closet because of the wave of publicity that would out her anyway. She just wants to get ahead of the story and frame it in the best light for her. Taylor Schilling. I'm surprised I said walking blind item because I really didn't find like a ton about her. And she doesn't give that. But also good for her for getting ahead of the story. I don't know. Like she's like, I don't want to be outed. So I will come out. Yeah. Everyone assumes this Orange is a New Black actress is gay. I think she likes it that way. It also explains how she has flown under the radar dating this A-list director who spells a common last name very differently than most. She should be careful, though, because when he's on set, he has found ways to destroy lots of his previous relationships. The A-list director, offspring of a permanent A-list director, can attest to that. So that is Taylor Schilling or Natasha Lyonne, um, the director being Spike Jones. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Spike Jones. No, no way. No chance. I don't even like his name on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, this B-plus list, Orange is the New Black Actress, who came on during the run of the show, is a big pain to work with on set. How big? She works steadily, but only doing voices for shows because she needs something with a more flexible schedule than showing up on a set each day. She can be a diva one day and be four hours late the next, knows everyone will accommodate her. Even the voice work is starting to dry up as word spreads. And that's Danielle Brooks, who played um, Tasty. And I think that became not so much of a blind item. Mm -hmm. That became a mainstream thing that she was, like, difficult. Because everyone was like, where is she? She was incredible. Yeah. Another day, another woman, this foreign-born A-list dual-threat actress, sleeps with while telling her celebrity girlfriend that she's being faithful And that is Ruby Rose and Jessica. We're now in 2018. This B-plus list almost television actress from a long-running almost television show has several movies coming out this year. She's trying to straighten her image, so to speak, and is glad to mention her new boyfriend to any journalist who will listen. But she's hoping her long list of female exes don't come out of the woodwork when they realize the actress has spread their secrets around town. And that's Taylor Schilling. And I will say, people have a different reaction to lesbians. You know, when there are certain people, when you hear that 
when I tell someone that I'm a lesbian, I can tell that they're like, oh, you know, like you're the wrong kind of gay. Like, I don't want to be around your type of gay. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. At a pre-Super Bowl party, this orange is a new black actress offered an orally service, offered to orally service this closeted former A-list athlete. That high on the list because of name recognition. She wanted to see if he could tell the difference. Guess what? He agreed. And they left together. So that is allegedly Dasha sucking Tim Tebow's dick so that he could just see. Do you like it? Let's just see. I hope everyone like steered back on the road after the Tim Tebow reveal. (laughs) That's what I always say to straight men. I'm like, let's just see if you like it. Like, what a silly blind. The um, the next blind, the reveal. Just get ready for it. This is a VMA's blind. Apparently, we should not be surprised if this orange is the new black actress and MTV mom start hooking up in public. Things were pretty steamy between the pair last night. And that's allegedly Dasha and Farah. I almost oh. said Farah because I said Dasha. <laughs> oh, my God. The way that Farah will slip into just about any episode of the show is actually something we need to acknowledge more often because we don't talk about (laughs) it enough it doesn't matter how a-list the topic is farah will find a way to just show up i love it (laughs) this is a sag awards blind this b-list mostly television actress who appears on a still hit almost television show has filled this space many many times last night at an after party She would not stop hitting on a waitress and kept cornering her and hitting on her. She kept touching the hair of the waitress and tried multiple times to grope her. And that is Taryn Manning. This is an Emmy Awards blind. This foreign-born B-plus list mostly television actress who stars on a very hit almost show is an Emmy winner slash nominee. Our actress also last night got into a huge screaming match with someone unrecognized. Our actress had been hitting the coke and booze hard, and it's not a pretty sight. Dasha Polanco. Apparently, this former A-list mostly television actress from a hit network show turned not getting a lot of roles, turned A-list again with another hit show, which is ending soon, is being groomed to take over the leadership of that cult that you all know. So that's the church allegedly grooming Laura to take over what is Tom. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. They hate women. Yeah. There's no way. We're now in 2019. This B plus list, mostly television actress from a past it's prime streaming show decided to take a paycheck over what's right. And is supporting the former tattoo artist, despite all of her controversy. And that is Jackie Cruz supporting Kat Von D's vegan mascara. And this is a Golden Globes blind. Judging by reports and the number of people who said it, the results for most coke use for the night is in. For the women, first place goes to this Orange is a New Black actress who was always big on flashing people who let her have some as her way of saying thanks. For the men, it was this A-list mostly television actor who seemingly only works with a big cable showrunner. So his actress ex gave it up, but he is still going strong. So the woman being Jackie Cruz and the actor being Evan Peters. 
Everyone on this streaming show that kind of was the first hit streaming show used to get, all get along. Now, as things wind up, they all do their own thing and all have people and can't even fit their self-importance through the door. That is just the Orange is the New Black cast. And then it says, Taylor Schilling admits it's time for Netflix to end the series. <laughs> I mean... That's another thing that I always find so interesting when shows get to that pet cemetery era where they're de clearly just dead. They are dead, like Walking Dead, no pun intended. And the actors just want off so bad. Like they want to leave their shows. They want their show to get canceled so bad so that they can leave. And they just like can't. This back in the day, A-list mostly movie actress who went through a substance abuse period of time before landing that hit almost television show that is mercifully ending was doing lines of coke before an event last night where she was one of the featured attractions so that is natasha um and this is like during her russian doll era this former late night actor turned actor who seemingly is in every quirky television show made a recent one night hookup shave every hair not on her head because he didn't want his girlfriend catching him again. And that is Fred and Natasha. Lord. I cannot believe that she ended up with Fred. I can't believe like people want to fuck Fred. I know. Ooh, I know. Even me. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm wild. Listen, if Troy has to draw the line, we all have to draw the line. And he's a man with a pulse. It's like, what? After having a fairly quiet year or so, this walking blind item is about to find herself in the center of another controversy. Our actress slash DJ, who you have frequently seen on this ending streaming hit show, got herself mixed up with another woman. Apparently she does that. Things turn out poorly. Apparently this woman is the employee of a man who is in jail right now that our actress had a relationship with. Both personally and professionally, but our actress has no idea the two kind of know each other, let alone are scamming her. There is also a chance our actress ends up in jail if the feds find out her connection to the guy in jail. Lord Jesus. And that is Taryn Manning and Jeffrey Epstein. Again, our Taryn episode is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to launder a whole lot of money through a one-off project rather than through a series. So the streaming service canceled a bunch of shows and has now increased the budget of a one-off two-hour show to almost $100 million. A normal budget for this kind of show would be about $2 million plus salary. And that is Netflix um, talking about the two-hour special with Eddie Murphy. Like, it's easier to just have, like, an Eddie Murphy special for stand-up and pay $70 million than actually pay, like... Yeah. Um, or not easier to pay. It's easier to, to clean the money that way. Right. Easier to wash, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the Walking Blind item got a co-star to stick up for the Walking Blind item without knowing what the Walking Blind item has been doing. The co-star would change their tune really quickly if they had been given all the information. So that is Taryn Manning getting Lori Petty, I guess, to stick up for her. And Lori Petty played Lolly White. 
Um, mm-hmm. She was like the bleach blonde shaved head. Mm-hmm. And that's when Taryn was like, no one talks to me from Orange is the New Black. Nobody cares about me. And like the whole cast was like, hey, girl, you don't like talk to us. Right. This next blind is from the Emmy Awards. This B-plus list actress who made her fame in a movie franchise back in the day and a drunken famous quote was talking smack about her A-list boyfriend who spends his time on a lot of different shows. Apparently she found out about a relationship he had with a co-star that lasted for two years. It's unclear if this caused our actress to split from him or she was just given a rundown on his cheating escapades. And again, that's Natasha and Fred fucking Armisen. A few years back, the careers of these two were going just fine. There is an actress, Laura Prepon, who was probably a minusless, and she has been working fairly steadily for quite some time, or at least with two big hits, that 70s show in Orange is New Black. Then you have the actor, Ben Foster, who was also working steadily at a level equal to, or maybe just a touch beneath the actress. The problem they both faced was in their personal lives, things were crashing all around them, and they were doing what they wanted to do rather than what their handlers wanted them to do. When I say handlers, I don't mean their agents or managers. I mean the people who handle them on a daily basis in that celebrity sect, Scientology. I've written before about the actor and his penance for not dating someone who was approved and what his on-again, off-again girlfriend, Robin Wright, had to put up with because of his lack of backbone. I had not written as much about the A-list actress who was also in trouble. Her trouble came with filming a very popular show, Orange is a New Black. She involved herself accidentally or otherwise in a very volatile love triangle. Our actress got sexually involved in another actress, Taylor Schilling, on set without knowing the actress, Carrie Brownstein, on set, (laughs) was involved with the actress from a completely different show, Portlandia. I just want to stop and say how ironic that is that like Fred and Carrie are so involved in this. Like it's insane. What the fuck? Like Carrie Brownstein? I was not expecting this. Anyway, Carrie Brownstein on set was involved with the actress from a completely different show, Portlandia. Why? Because everyone was in the closet and the indiscreet. So no one knew anything. It wasn't like you could Google. When our A-list actor finally came out, she became upset and shared that with people in the sect. It was volatile and could blow up and they could, couldn't have a steady corner in the earning. What to do? Pair the actress and actor together and tell them to be a couple forever. And that is what they have done. Jesus. So that's Ben Foster and Robin. I mean, I just read all the names, but I just wasn't expecting to like the Fred Armisen and Carrie Brown scene of it all. Like I'll never look at them the same together. The walking blind item is back just in time for the holidays. Over Thanksgiving, she attacked another girlfriend. The two got in a fist fight that had our walking blind item sporting a cut on her cheek for a week after. She's been threatening the girlfriend since, so the girlfriend doesn't go to the police or press and spill the details. Whoops. That's allegedly Taryn Manning. We're now in 2020. Maybe this B-list mostly television actress should take those feelings that she has right now and do something about the hundreds, if not thousands, of forced terminations of pregnancies she supports through her donations and advocacy for her, quote, church, which requires certain members to get abortions. And that is Laura Prepon and 
the constant uh, contradictory of the fucking Church of Scientology. The suggestion that this B-plus-less actress who's a network and streaming winner when it comes to show success is not active in her religion is just a way for her to avoid having to answer tough questions about her role in helping the alleged rapist. So that's saying that Laura Prepon was saying she wasn't in Scientology anymore, so she didn't have to answer any questions about Danny Masterson. And like, if you have to lie about your quote church isn't that the first red flag for sure like if you don't feel comfortable telling people the church that you devote your entire spirit and being to that's probably not great we're now in 2021 and this is the only blind from 2021 considering her marriage was arranged slash demanded by the celebrity cult i find it strange that this former a-list actress says she no longer belongs to the group so that's the other thing is like even when they claim to leave you never really know if they've left right sometimes they because, just you know separate themselves and i was gonna say how can you really leave unless you do it like a leah remney way you know like exactly. i feel like they have so much blackmail on laura that's probably why she's just like just like you know maybe i'll still donate but do i have to say i'm like a part of the church do you know what i mean one thousand percent because, like, obviously they're known for not just letting people leave. Like, you can't just right. be like, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm the, one of the biggest stars in the world. Bye. They don't do that. Right. We're now in 2022, and this is an Oscars blind. This B-plus-less actress starred on a very iconic hit cable show and has been on a middling hit, too. She didn't like anything the stylist brought her, so wore something she picked out and brought herself. She cried when she saw all the negative things about her outfit. And that's Diane Guerrero. Um, she was nominated Worst Dressed at the Oscars. This B-list actress who peaked once about two decades ago in a movie franchise and another about a decade ago in a television show just trashed some loner accessories in a purse that she was given by a designer during Fashion Week. They will not be inviting her back. And that is Natasha Leone trashing some Scaparelli piece. Uh, how dare she? This is another Oscars blind. At the opposite end of the spectrum of the other actress was another actress who was given the same type of opportunity, but played it all wrong and did not do a great job or even a good job. Every interview was awkward and she will not be invited back. And that is when Laverne Cox was a red carpet host. Um, I don't think red carpet host is her gig, but I do think if she was on like a morning talk show, she'd be great. Agreed. I think that she's an incredible conversation person to just sit. I think just like listening or podcast. Is she podcast? She should be if she isn't. Because she also has a great voice. Right. She's very calming. Her voice is soothing as hell. Mm -hmm. And it's so distinct. Like, when I hear her talk, I immediately know it's her. Like, mm -hmm. I would never mistake her voice for any other person in the world. And this is the final blind. We're in 2023, and this is an Oscars blind. How fitting? Each time this actress slash sometimes host does red carpet interviews, she always gets the lowest scores from the audiences, and last night was no exception. The only reason she keeps her job after these disasters is 
is because who she sleeps with on a fairly regular basis. And that is Laverne. And that is Orange is the New Black. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't truly had no plans on rewatching this show. But I kind of want to now. Like, I kind of want to go back and, like, see how it ended, even though I know it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I actually personally think the finale of the show, maybe the last, like, half hour was perfect the way it was done. It's just, like, all the episodes leading up to it really sucked. Yeah. I would like to be reminded of the first streaming show that I ever watched. I would love that. So... It's kind of weird to ask if they're Roddy, because honestly, it seems like certain cast members for sure, but overall, no. Yeah, like, I've seen much worse sets, you know? <laughs> I mean, Grey's Anatomy was worse than Orange is the Black. Totally. And the fact that there's, like, barely any men, I don't know if that, you know, maybe has something to do with it, that these these ladies were able to just kind of, like, hook up, date, low-key, have little, like, dramas you know nothing's like so crazy little dramas with each other why are you fucking her you're fucking me kind of stuff i'm gonna slash your tires kind of thing you know like relationship drama but nothing like so horrendous well guys thank you so much for i almost said for watching because we've been talking about orange is the new black but thank you for listening we appreciate you so much we hope we get to meet some of you at the boston and new york shows yeah we love you very much and also we would love to see you in our cunt merch because <laughs> the merch is very, very kind. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.